0: Hello, and welcome to Exploring Axon, a podcast where we discuss Axon and its ecosystem. I am your host and Axonic developer advocate, Sarah Torrey. Today, I will be talking with Milan Savage about clustering in Axon Server, and he will also explain how the Raft protocol works. I hope you enjoyed this talk, and let's have a listen. Hi, Milan. How are you?
1: Hi, Sarah. I'm
0: great. And you? I'm doing great. Thanks again for meeting with me again to talk about Axon Server. So <laughs> this is <laughs> this is actually my favorite part because um, as uh, in my in my uh, uh, music graduate school days, we would talk about like analyzing a piece of music. Now we're tra- starting to analyze Axon Server, which is the stuff of. Um, uh, fun, <laughs> I, I would imagine. So uh, let's uh, let's dive right into it. So last time we talked about Axon Server in general, and uh, you uh, explained what the difference between Axon Server Standard Edition and Enterprise Edition would be. Uh, so I don't. Think we need to go through that again. Uh, uh, you, you brought some really, really awesome points and uh, differences between the two, which, which was really cool. So let's go right into Axon Server uh, Enterprise Edition, because that's where the fun begins. <laughs> so let's talk about um, just briefly uh, what we have in Axon Server Enterprise Edition, and let's uh, jump right into Axon Server Notes.
1: All right. When you mentioned to talk about Axon Server, I felt like a deja vu. We, we already did this session. Come on.
0: <laughs> Surprise! We're doing another session. I'm no, just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad that we are going to talk about clustering because that's the part, the, the part that I like the most about Axon Server, mm-hmm. how, how it works. And I'm really passionate yeah. about, about those features. Uh, let's talk about Axon Server nodes uh mm-hmm. there are several roles uh, of those nodes so let's talk fo- let's firstly focus on primary nodes they're the, okay. the most uh, they're the easiest to understand
0: yeah of course uh, and then of course if you can kind of touch on the rest of them too, like the message only active backup and passive backup yeah. whenever during the session you've, you see fit that would be great yeah. so but let's focus on primary
1: for now Go for it. So primary nodes uh, can uh, store data and they Mm -hmm. store data. Uh, What they store is basically your events, your event transactions. And they also are responsible for routing messages across the the cluster. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What we opted for implementing a cluster is a protocol called raft. Uh, Mm -hmm. Why we chose that one? because it solves the problem of distributed consensus. The problem of distributed consensus is actually when you have several participants in distributed system and they Mm -hmm. all have to agree on the one specific value. For those issues you use uh, consensus protocols.
0: So can you uh, briefly tell me what is a consensus? So, I know it's a fundamental pro- uh, problem in the uh, fault tolerance systems and it involves multiple servers agreeing on values.
1: Yeah. Uh, but
0: can you explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah, basically uh, that gives you availability on the data, it improves your fault mm-hmm. tolerancy. If you have a node, uh, let's say tr- uh, a system of three nodes, uh, if mm-hmm. one of those uh, fail, then you want to have that uh, data available for right. uh, clients. Uh, to use right and that's mm-hmm. why uh, the data on all nodes in your system have to be the same if it is not the mm-hmm. same then you cannot guarantee okay this is not what was written it uh, it is something else and that's what you should not do in the distributed system mm-hmm. right? you should always have yes. the same data when you say that something is persisted durably uh, whenever you read it it is the same
0: value
1: right that right. is what a so-
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So going back to Raft, as you were mentioning, uh, let's, let's talk about, you mentioned three nodes. Um, do the, the number of nodes, do they always have to be odd numbers or
1: does it matter? It is, uh, better. Uh, let me explain you why, because in, in the protocol, uh, mm-hmm. basically, uh, whenever the majority of nodes is up, then your cluster is available. Then you can mm-hmm. serve your clients, right? In a cluster of three nodes, okay. as long as two nodes are alive, that's the majority. Uh, your cluster mm-hmm. is available. In a cluster of fours of, of four nodes, then now you ha- need to have three nodes available. But that's right. also the same for the cluster of five. So it is better to have odd number. It doesn't mm-hmm. hurt you to have even number, but uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is uh, better in terms of, of uh, availability of nodes to have. Uh, odd number of nodes in, in your cluster.
0: Yeah. And really briefly, I think uh, in Axon Server, we, I think only offer odd number of nodes, right? We only offer like either three or five. Is that correct?
1: Uh, or no, no? Not entirely. We recommend that. Of course, you can oh, okay. buy, uh, for example, four nodes. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because then you can, um... okay, let me uh, rewind a little bit in Accent Server, uh, there is a notion of replication groups. And that's basically one instance of your raft protocol in the the system. When you have those uh, replication groups, you can distribute them on different uh, nodes. Usually Mm -hmm. you can distribute them on three or five, but for example, if you have four nodes, then you can say, okay, first three nodes are part of these replication groups, but then second three nodes are part of different replication group. So this is Mm -hmm. a nice thing to have, to have one additional node, so not to have Uh, everything on those three nodes, for example. I see. So
0: um, let's rewind a little bit (laughs) on my end. Uh, And um, I sort of jumped you ahead. Uh, So let's go back to Raft protocol. Uh, Can you um, explain why do we use Raft and what is Raft exactly? I know know you briefly uh, uh, talked about the main points of Raft uh, protocol. But let's go back and talk about that and also the the, the election process and everything.
1: All right. Uh, so before and after, there was one protocol that was and it still is here. It is present in history. It's called Paxos. Uh, mm-hmm. However, people usually struggle to implement that one because, because it yeah. is really theoretical. And there, mm-hmm. there are a lot of gaps between the actual implementation, the theory, and in those gaps, is the devil, right? Because there mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: um, you can have some things misunderstood or just you don't mm-hmm. know how to implement them. Uh, yeah. And the, in those gaps, usually are bugs. Mm. So Raft was inter- introduced to uh, to simplify a consensus protocols, right? The, the, right, the way it is implemented. So that was mm-hmm. its primary focus. It is really odd to have that as a primary focus for a consensus mm-hmm. protocol. Uh, But uh, that was its main focus because people were struggling with uh, previous uh, protocols.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It decomposes uh, consensus problem into two main parts. There are some other parts that probably will not cover today. But two main parts are literal action and log Mm -hmm. replication okay let's talk a little bit about those two how they work if that's okay for
0: yeah bit. absolutely yes that was my next question leader election yes <laughs> Yes.
1: So, uh when you want to append uh data to the uh to the cluster uh mm-hmm. you have to go to the leader of that cluster okay okay this is the data that needs to be append then this leader replicates that log but uh, how we are going to get that leader. We are going to use election mm-hmm. process. What that okay. means, that means uh, that from time to time we are sending certain messages from one uh, leader to other mm-hmm. nodes. Other nodes are right. called follower. Mm-hmm. There, there is a third type of node, but uh, for now we have leaders and followers. We send yeah. heartbeats from time to time. Okay, I'm alive, okay. I'm the leader. If I'm a follower mm-hmm. and I do not hear within a certain time period that, uh, el- that is called election timeout, I don't hear from an active leader, then I'm going to timeout and I'm gon- going to candidate myself to be a new leader uh, of that term. Mm-hmm. What is a term? Basically, it is a portion of time. In one given term, you can have mm-hmm. only one leader of the cluster. That's a strong guarantee by, uh, by Raft that leader when it is elected it is available for uh, replicating data okay those elections are uh, not necessarily good uh, thing uh, not good things to have uh, because mm-hmm. during elections your cluster is unavailable it cannot replicate mm-hmm. data right, right. So we want to decrease the time needed for those elections and we want to decrease the number of elections in general mm-hmm. I see. Now, when we have our leaders. So
0: then, uh, when we have the, <laughs> yeah, sorry. So um, when we have the uh, elections and the cluster isn't available. So when, uh, for instance, when we have an election timeout, um, can you explain a little bit about that? What is that? What What does that do?
1: Well, basically, that's the time where one of our followers or more of those followers uh, didn't hear from the leader and then they say, okay, maybe I can be the next leader because we don't mm-hmm. have a current leader. I want to candidate yep. myself. Then there's the third role in, in, in a RAPT protocol that's a candidate role. And then I mm-hmm. candidate myself to, to become the leader for the next term. Can you have two leaders for instance? No, uh, that's one of the safeties of the protocol. You can have only mm-hmm. one leader per term. Uh, mm-hmm. And what? Uh, what i'm going to do when i became a candidate i'm going to ask all other nodes in the class okay please vote for me okay. if i receive majority of votes for example in mm-hmm. class of three it is two in class of five it's three including mm-hmm. myself of course mm-hmm. uh, i always vote for myself because i'm the best yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course <laughs> and if i receive the majority of votes then i proclaim myself leader of course there are certain uh, safety uh, rules that have to be applied i cannot be a leader if i don't have the most uh, recent log entries in my log so i send that mm-hmm. information things like that mm-hmm. so there are certain safeties uh, to in order to prevent uh, mm-hmm. to elect any node as a leader so the leader is always mm-hmm. chosen to be the most appropriate one
0: so uh, you mentioned that if one of the nodes uh, uh, or the leader uh, sends the the uh, messages to the followers, right? And if the follower does not uh, receive the heartbeat from the leader and that leader is basically put out and another candidate is uh, chosen or elected by a, a node itself, if that leader uh, comes back, so if that node comes back up, would that node automatically becomes another follower? Or how does that process go exactly?
1: Uh, there are uh, things uh, called uh, let me just remember, uh, where uh, when this leader is not uh, does not receive responses from followers, then it steps down. Mm-hmm. So it's called a stepping ah. down. yeah, so it will proclaim itself as a follower. However, mm-hmm. it can uh, think that it is still a leader. Maybe there is a network partition, there is a small amount of time mm-hmm. where it thinks it is a leader, then it mm-hmm. can send messages to to the other nodes, but other nodes, Uh, Will know. Don't respond back. They they will respond telling okay there is a new leader. We have a new term, Ah, so the term Mm -hmm. increased. You're not you're linger for uh, your leader for previous term, not Mm -hmm. the 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 current term, and that leader will step down. Okay, I'm not the follower.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Very nice. And uh, so you um, mentioned a bit about uh, so the the election. So after the election is done uh, and the leader then can serve the client, right? And the leader can append log entries and append uh, entries uh, to the um, RPC. Can you explain a little bit about that?
1: Yes. All uh, rights go through that leader. Uh, Mm -hmm. So leader is going to receive uh, an entry usually in Mm Axon server that is in 90% of cases it is event transaction can contain one or several events then Mm -hmm. this uh, transaction is sent to all nodes in the cluster to all uh, Mm -hmm. followers in the cluster
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, then when the majority of followers confirm uh, that this is a valid thing to persist in their event stores then the leader will proclaim that this event transaction is committed this right. is a very really important uh point in the protocol when we say that something is committed then we guarantee mm-hmm. then the, that this event transaction is going to be available uh for clients to read the same transaction so it is not going to be altered uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: whenever majority of nodes uh, is up so whenever we have mm-hmm. a cluster available that information mm-hmm. is available available for mm-hmm. clients to read.
0: I see. Now, um, how about uh, logs? So when an entry is committed, the information is going to be pres- present in all logs and it will not be deleted. Is that only for the leader or followers as well?
1: For followers as well, right? So uh, all those nodes have their own logs. Uh, mm-hmm. When there is a new event transaction, is going to be uh, persisted in the event log, oh, sorry, in mm-hmm. the. <laughs> Uh, in the raft form, is going to be present in the raft form, yeah. And mm-hmm. when we do that replication, it is going to be presented to all nodes at the same position. So, mm-hmm. if you have, if two nodes have um, an item that is uh, indexed in the with the same log index in the same okay. term, it mm-hmm. has to be the same value, right? Okay. That is also so a do guarantee. We... By- yeah. yeah.
0: Do we have? Uh, so when um you had a f- wonderful talk on uh, actually raft protocol and um, axon server nodes, and uh, you were mentioning um, something about the append entries can be used as heartbeat to prevent unnecessary elections and unnecessary unavailability yes. of clusters. Yes. Uh, could you talk to me a little bit more about that? Yes.
1: Yes. Uh... Definitely there is no a specific uh, heartbeat message uh, Mm -hmm. because it would be a waste of of available message because then it would be uh, It would become a little bit more complex protocol and they really want Mm -hmm. to to be really easy to understand Uh, So we use append entries with no data uh, Mm -hmm. To represent that heartbeat. So append entries is sent Mm -hmm. regularly if there is uh, some information to be replicated some events to be replicated then we add mm-hmm. them as data to that append entries
0: I see. and that's
1: actually how we achieve heartbeats. There is one thing that I want uh, to touch upon um, uh, that you mentioned and that's that uh, log entries are always persistent and always available that's not entirely mm-hmm. true uh, because mm-hmm. um, when we append uh, log items to the log uh, to the raft log uh, yes. then when they are committed it is safe to apply mm-hmm. them. What we do we basically store those events in our event store
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but uh, now those log entries are basically useless to us because they are applied. We don't have any uh, any use of them so mm-hmm. what we are going to do is we are just going to compact that log for example in Axel Server okay. for each hour we are going to check those log entries or mm-hmm. log entries that are older than, let's say, one hour that's configurable, mm-hmm. we're going just to drop them. If they're applied, we're going to drop them because probably we're not going to use them. I see. Yeah.
0: So um, Okay. Fantastic. And and that's done uh, through all of the nodes. It doesn't have to be yeah. leader follower. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's, exactly. yeah. So in Axon Server, uh, in our last episode, we touched on uh, gRPC. Mm -hmm. And uh, you mentioned briefly that the Axon Server uh, uses gRPC within the clusters. Uh, Can we talk about that a
1: little bit? Yes. So all the communication between the uh, nodes in a cluster is done Mm -hmm. via gRPC. Again, I don't want to repeat myself what I uh, said in the previous session. There are a lot of benefits using gRPC because it's built Mm -hmm. on top of HTTP2 protocol. Um, Mm -hmm. And it gives us all those nice things such as having several streams over one TCP connection. And then Mm -hmm. we can use all those uh, goodies, let's say, in (laughs) internal uh, cluster Mm -hmm. communication
0: yeah fantastic um you did talk a little bit about um Accent server event store and um when these events are sent to uh, the nodes right mm-hmm. the the they're first sent to the leader mm-hmm. and then the leader then distributes this event within the followers mm-hmm. and what happens after that After that, so they're all going to be stored in just as the leader stores it the followers store it um, we we did talk a little bit about it but i want to go a little bit deeper. Yeah,
1: a little bit deeper is the, the following thing. <laughs> uh, basically, <laughs> you receive um, uh, confirmation by the majority of nodes that say, OK, mm-hmm. uh, this is OK to be persisted. Then we okay. say, OK, this entry is committed. And that basically means that we have uh, uh, a commit index uh, that corresponds mm-hmm. to that log entry. With the next, mm-hmm. with the next append entry, message that we sent to other nodes, we are going to say, okay, commit index is this one. That means that okay. other nodes can acknowledge that uh, mm-hmm. entry to be committed. And mm-hmm. uh, there is a separate process that applies those log entries to the event store. And it will say, okay, let's, let's read all the events from the last commit index to the new commit index, and let's mm-hmm. persist them to the event store. And that's actually what, what happens there.
0: I see. Yeah, very good. Um, So let's go back a little bit and touch on some of the things that we talked about during our last episode, which was um, handling uh, messages in Axon Server that come from, say, Axon Framework or maybe another type of uh, application. Um, But let's focus really on Axon Framework and Axon Server because that's the the easiest uh, thing to talk about. So we did uh, mention how the events are handled uh, amongst the nodes. And you also briefly touched on queries and commands uh, last time. So can you talk to me a little bit more about those? Yeah.
1: Uh, Basically, uh, rough protocol does not play a significant role here, uh, Mm -hmm. because we use it only to store events. It is because it's data. Uh, When we have other nodes, uh, uh, basically subscribing to the cluster, they will send Mm -hmm. their information about uh, messages that they can handle mm-hmm. and then when you send a message to the Exxon server based on the information uh, of those available handlers, it will know to mm-hmm. which specific Axon framework application to route that message. I see. Based on the type of message it knows the routing patterns uh, and it will know uh, to which node exactly to distribute that mm-hmm. message. In certain cases, mm-hmm. for example, when you're distributing, distributing a scatter-gather query, you can distribute mm-hmm. to several nodes. But you, uh, and also for events, right? Mm-hmm. If you have uh, more yeah. event handlers for the same event type in different applications, mm-hmm. that message is going mm-hmm. to be sent uh, in a pub-sub manner to all other nodes.
0: I see. I see. Very good. Um, so we sort of drifted off the, <laughs> the raft protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, uh, come back to it, uh, for, for just a moment. So, uh, we, uh, handled the election and there was another point that you mentioned earlier
1: yes. that we
0: use the raft protocol. Uh,
1: that was for the, so the next, uh, section was append entries and that's what we talked about. when We, we talked we about that. The, yes. The, perfect. The messages, yeah.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I covered everything. So, um, Earlier, um, uh, we talked about different types of nodes that we have. So we mainly talked about the primary and um, uh, uh, primary node. Can we also talk about message only and also about backup nodes? Yes, definitely.
1: So message only nodes are used only to distribute messages. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. Basically,
1: they do not store data. Okay. They do not store events. Mm that's why they are, let's say, lightweight, they don't have a large event store. For example, mm-hmm. when you want to migrate your data or when you want to move your Axon server nodes,
0: mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm.
1: messaging only nodes is much easier
0: right. in, in that
1: sense. And it is mm-hmm. they're responsible only for distributing messages. Yeah. Backup nodes, there are two types of backup nodes. Uh, of course, they are backing up the event store. Yes. Uh, the first one... Let's talk about Passive Backup because it is a little bit easier to understand. Yeah. Passive Backup uh, are part of the uh, cluster, so they are part of the Raft group. Okay. Uh, They are listening to transactions and they are persisting those transactions to themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, they do not participate in acknowledging the transactions, so you uh, do not expect a Passive Backup node to tell you. Okay, it is okay to commit because you do not care. It is a passive, it just mm-hmm. tries to mm-hmm. read those events at, uh, at the best uh, intention it can.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and it does, it cannot be elected as a leader of the cluster, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. a passive. Okay, right. it's okay. it really useful in certain scenarios when you, you just want to have data available if you have a disaster and you want to recover your data. Okay. And you don't want to slow down your replication process. You don't want to sure. slow down replication of events. Mm-hmm. The other type of uh, backup node is active backup. Similarly to passive backup, it tracks all the events. It persists those events. However, mm-hmm. this type of node also is involved in uh, acknowledging transactions. When you want to commit an event transaction, you need... Uh, to have active backup confirming it. Of course, if you have only one active backup and you say that you need... So there are no majorities here. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is configurable how many active backups you want to confirm the transaction. The problem that can occur here, uh, it is a misconfiguration of the cluster and you can have one active backup and you can configure it that you have... uh, That active backup needs to confirm the transaction. Then Mm -hmm. when that... Backup is down. In that case, uh, your cluster is unavailable because you cannot commit any more entries. It is definitely I see. much safer to have at least two backups and one to commit, to mm-hmm. acknowledge the commit. That's the main difference. So, two
0: active backups and then one passive backup.
1: No, as we were
0: mentioning, or just two backups, just
1: generally. Two active backups, but only ah, one awesome. uh, participates in uh, in committing. Uh, transaction.
0: I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: It doesn't matter which one. It is a Mm configurable thing. You can say that you need only one confirmation from an active backup. Doesn't matter which one. Yeah. And also active backups uh, cannot be elected as a leader of cluster. That's also Yeah. That makes
0: sense. That makes sense. Uh, Fantastic. So um, we covered graph protocol and uh, different types of uh, nodes and uh, message handling. Anything that I missed. (laughs)
1: Uh, We also talked about availability. There are certain uh, patterns that you might want to use when uh, deploying your cluster, Axon Server cluster. Uh, Mm -hmm. Basically, uh, when you're dealing with uh, data centers and availability zones, you don't want to put all your uh, nodes in the same zone. If that zone Mm -hmm. is down, then you cannot uh, serve your client because everything is down. So you want to have at least two zones, of Mm -hmm. course. uh, That's also not a great scenario because when you have two zones, uh, one will have the majority of nodes. If that zone is down, then you have a problem. The best scenario uh, is to have at least three zones. Then one of those... The three can go down, then the other two can form a majority and your cluster can function. And that's really important to know when you're uh, configuring your uh, cluster deployments.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing that I forgot to ask you, uh, when, a f- uh, for instance, when a leader is down and another f- uh, follower node elects itself and becomes a candidate, um, how 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 do uh, how does that work? How does that node become a candidate? Is this uh, does it have anything to do with the speed of the heartbeat or how quickly the information passed on?
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, we we see in in certain deployments in certain environments mm-hmm. that, for example, mm-hmm. uh, if you have really slow machines or if you have really uh, high throughput uh, on the system mm-hmm. and your machine just cannot support that then heartbeat messages are a little bit delayed yeah and when election timeout passes on a certain follower then that one Mm -hmm. can say okay uh i i didn't hear from the leader in a certain Mm -hmm. period of time i'm going to promote myself to the candidate and i will ask Mm -hmm. other nodes i'm going to ask all the nodes in the cluster to vote Mm -hmm. for me right that's that's basically what happens and those are two uh, time periods that you can configure based on your Mm -hmm. environment. It is not Mm -hmm. that trivial to do. We have some recommendations. uh, And basically, uh, based on those two uh, time periods, uh, you can see when your elections are going to happen.
0: So uh, I think my final question, (laughs) Uh, can we have more than one candidate? Yes. Yes. And what, that, what happens then?
1: Uh, the one that gets the majority of nodes uh, win. Of course, if you have uh, two nodes that have the same amount of vote, mm-hmm. then uh, uh, you have a new election. So it goes ah, very okay. Of course, the probability, there's a theoretical probability that this can happen two or three times in a row, four times row. Basically, it can happen indefinitely. But practical... Mm-hmm. Um, Probability is really low because all the okay. timeouts that we talked about are mm-hmm. randomized, right? If your ah. uh, random generator is uh, good and probably it is, uh, your chances of happening of happening two elections in a row is really slim.
0: Okay, good, good, good. And that's I think one of the things that makes uh, RAF protocol really. Um, kind of ideal for for our use case at least no because it's yeah it's reliable and it's simplified, which is which is something that i like about it yeah and it was interesting because i um when uh, i i had a conversation about i i didn't know about raft protocol until a few months ago and uh, our colleague sarah uh, pellegrini was explaining the raft protocol to me gosh i can't talk today um (laughs) and uh she showed me this uh, uh, small short animation, and it was just so easy to understand and so wonderful. Because of course, this is uh, sort of when we call about when we talk about software programming. This is sort of like the back end of the back end, right? Um, this is really getting nitty gritty into the server stuff. But it made it so much easier to understand, so much more palatable actually to to look at and uh, got me excited about uh, about server which wasn't something I thought I would ever say but yeah it was it was really cool so thank you so much for uh, sort of going more into detail um, about what it is and how the election process happens and um, why that is important within axon server so I really appreciate it um, as always any final points you'd like to add at the
1: end uh, well, there are a lot of points that uh, should be added to have <laughs> to, to have the, the, the clear picture how everything works. But I believe that it's going to to be uh, too confusing if you go into too much details.
0: Too much detail, yeah. And of course, every case point is a little bit different. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Well, thank you so much again for joining me, Milan. I really, really enjoy talking to you this past couple of times. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thank, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Oh, pleasure is all mine. Have a great day. You too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our talk. Please join me next time as I delve into other topics such as saga, event modeling, and more. Until then, have a great day and happy coding.